Welcome to the No More Mondays podcast, the show that inspires confident professionals by interviewing people who actually enjoy what they do for work. I'm your host, Angie Callen, and I welcome you to join me each week as I chat with founders, entrepreneurs, and employees who have figured out that special sauce, the magic, the mystery to having No More Mondays. Welcome to this episode of the No More Mondays podcast. I am so excited you decided to join us for this episode, Systematic Magic, Disney-fying Customer Service. If there is one brand in this world that stands out amongst the rest, it is usually Disney. And today we're going to learn from Vance Morris, who honed his perspective on business and his approach to customer service during his days working for this very global icon. Vance started his career as part of the opening team for Disney's Yacht and Beach Club Resort in Orlando before moving through the ranks in restaurant management, customer service, and resort leadership at some places you'll probably recognize. The crowning achievement in that list was designing, opening, and leading Disney's flagship character dining experience with none other than Mickey Mouse himself. He channeled everything he learned during his time at Disney into consulting and entrepreneurial endeavors that have included everything from clients like Legal Seafoods, NASA, the President, and the Smithsonian to spawn the creation of Deliver Service Now, a consulting business aimed at helping clients build exceptional businesses through a focus on outstanding customer service. I could name drop all day long, but we're going to bring Vance onto the show. Without further ado, please help me welcome the international marketing's longest reigning marketer of the year. There's a distinction. Vance Morris. Vance, welcome to the show. Sure. Well, I appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much. I'm, uh, I'm so excited Vance is here because uh, what we discovered before we started recording that like me, I don't take very many. I take a lot of things very ser- very seriously. I myself is not one of them. So um, I'm excited. We'll probably yuck it up a little bit as we give you some great golden gems about Vance's experience and, and takeaways from Disney and beyond. And I also am guessing there's some Disney enthusiasts out there who are just excited to hear me say the word Mickey on a podcast. Um, but I'm, I really want to dig into your experience, Vance. You have a really unique background that's formed this kind of like path and journey to where you are today. So tell everybody about Deliver Service Now. Tell us about your entrepreneurial endeavors and the work you're doing to help other businesses. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I made my way through corporate America for many years um, after I left Disney. And so I started my own business. I did what every young-blooded American teenager wanted to do when they were growing up. And I started a carpet cleaning business. So I, I took everything I learned at Disney and I, I put it into uh, my carpet business. So we have become a, the premier carpet cleaner in my area. Um, we specialize in oriental rug cleaning. Uh, we're actually the only ones in the area that, that do it. So I figure if I could disney my carpet business, become the highest price carpet cleaner in my area by 30%, um, any business could disney um, which really did start, didn't not in name, but I had a lot of carpet cleaners coming to me saying, hey, how do you do it? Um, and after giving some information away for free, which I can no longer do, um, I had um, I started the uh, the consulting business, Deliver Service Now, and that really is something that is missing in eighty percent of the businesses in the world, and that is delivering service. It just doesn't happen, um, you know, and. 
honestly, a lot of places are getting uh, are replacing employees with artificial intelligence. I mean, I can go to McDonald's now and not have to talk to anybody. I just ordered a Happy Meal on the screen and pick up my food and away I go. Which is the antithesis, I think, of Disney-fying. So you bring up a good point of the fact that service can drive so much about your business. And this was really rooted in you at your early days of Disney because that is how they became Disney and creating those experiences and doing things so well. So I would love to know how you define Disney-fying and how you've really embedded that in something as uh, kind of tertiary service as carpet cleaning. Right. Well, I've coined or defined Disneyfy as creating experiences out of the mundane. So if you think about it, we all have mundane things we have to do to get through our business day. Um, so I look and instruct my clients, um, you know, find something that you do every day, answer the phone. That would be a mundane thing. You got to do it. Um, how can you turn it into an experience. Uh, for example, I worked with a bunch of insurance companies uh, a few years ago, and one of the insurance owners uh, was a huge rock and roll fanatic. Uh, I mean, he had gold records on the wall, you know, autographed guitars, Led Zeppelin, The Who, you know, all that. Um, and normally, when you call an insurance company or most companies, you get something to the effect of, Thank you for calling Dave's Allstate. How can I help you? Well, nothing real exciting there. Certainly not an experience. So he has his team answer the phone. Thank you for calling Dave's Allstate, the agency that rocks. I love it. Yeah. Well, if you remember, your marketing is designed to do two things. It's designed to attract the people you want to do business with and repel the people you don't want to do business with. And just by answering the phone that way, he was, you know, people that thought, oh, my God, I'm not going to talk to this guy. Great. You know, they probably would not have made a good client anyway. And the people that were like, oh, you know, this guy sounds pretty cool. It's different. Great. So, I mean, he's sifting, sorting and screening out, you know, prospects before they ever get in the office and waste anybody's time. From the get-go. So you just, you actually just stumbled upon something. We're going to squirrel all over the place during this episode. One, just because we we share an equal, I think, passion and unique perspective on entrepreneurship. But the first squirrel is, I talk a lot about like the transparency in business and people are really hesitant to kind of like niche down too far or have this fear about turning off a, a potential customer However, there's nothing wrong with kind of weeding that out from the get-go. Well, business owners, you're right. They are afraid of niching um, because they feel that there's not going to be enough business, which is certainly not the case. Um, but they run. They want to be something to everyone. And if you remember the networking cliche, everyone or someone is not in the phone book. Or the other way, to, the other way I always hear that is if you try to appeal to everyone, you end up appealing to no one. I have to take all of that operations knowledge uh, that I gained from Disney and put it into other businesses. And really, you know, we don't want to copy what Disney does because I'm going to hazard a guess none of your listeners either own a roller coaster, own a castle, have a theme park. 
you know, cast of characters that they can rely on. So we don't want to adopt what they're doing. We want to adapt the strategies and tactics that Disney has into our businesses. You want to be inspired by how they've created a memorable brand around their expertise. And then you have the ability to channel that. And like you said, adapt is a great word to the particular nuances of something probably less interesting to people than Mickey and Minnie. Right. Exactly. So I feel like this is a really good point that, you know, obviously a lot of this is driven by customer service, customer experience, and it's really relevant and very literal parallels to those those of our listeners out there who are starting businesses, have businesses, are in the entrepreneurship kind of space. But I would love, let's kind of like do a little bit of correlation on how this relates to people in um in their career. So how do, how do we draw parallels between the inspiration that you got from this Disneyfying concept to help people be better at their jobs? Sure. And, you know, that's, I have a formula for uh, what I call a profitable future. And I was never any good at math and probably got a D in algebra, barely passing, but I managed to come up with a formula. And the first part of the formula is QEE, quality employee experience. And if your employees aren't having a quality experience, they certainly are not going to be delivering one to your clients or customers. Uh, And by the way, I use client, guest, customer, patient, all interchangeably. So, you know, from a manager's point of view, Disney was great in that they went to the hourly cast members, cast members being employees, that's what Disney calls them, and anytime a problem needed to be fixed. Because they knew that it was the people that do the job day in and day out that had the best insights, that had the, you know, the intimate knowledge of you know, what the guests were talking about and what they were experiencing. Um, so get, if you want engaged employees, my goodness, get them involved in how you serve your guests. Uh, for example, Disney, for the longest time, had a problem of losing cars in the parking lot. Um, now, if you think about it at the Magic Kingdom, to give you an idea of the size of the parking lot, all of Disneyland and its parking lots fit in the parking lot of the Magic Kingdom in Florida. So, And we're talking this is before your phone reminded you of where you're parked. So the cast members came up with the solution instead of having these people walking willy nilly through, you know, two square miles of white Chevy Impalas, they started keeping a log at the beginning of the day, and they would write down what row they parked at what time. So when the guest came out at the end of the day and they couldn't remember, they say, well, can you at least remember what time you got here today? Oh, yeah, we got here about 8 o'clock. Oh, well, at 8 o'clock we were parking Goofy 19. So at least they narrowed it down to a row of cars. But it's the hourly cast members that came up with that fix. It's so amazing. I love when we get into like leadership and management conversations on No More Mondays, because my whole here comes a mini squirrel. The whole reason I started Career Benders, which led to No More Mondays, was because I wanted to help people be in and create better work cultures. And that's exactly what this conversation kind of drills down into. And it's engaging your employees in what's happening and almost treating them as the customers, they're a stakeholder, treating them as customers and really feeding into them as the human capital that drives what you do in business. If the reason Disney is a great experience is because everybody from a server to Cinderella to this, you know, to the C-suite 
is engaged and believes in what they're doing in the mission. And, and that's really the foundation of this inspiration and applying it to any business. The people that you have working for you as carpet cleaners believe in what you're doing and believe the service is worth the 30% over market value that it is. You know, I don't know if you realize that, but you you said the magic word that every business should revol- revolve around, which is mission. Now, this is not mission statement. To me, they're useless. Well, Disney has a mission statement, but they do have a service mission. And it's as basic as make people happy. See, any minimum wage employee, 17-year-old kid, can wrap their head around, make people happy. Well, I can do that. It's also a good message of it can be that simple. Ours is ours is also our tagline. It's to inspire confident professionals. It doesn't have to be, you know, a page long mission statement. A, no one's ever going to read. They're certainly not going to buy into and therefore they're never going to be on board with and represent at the core of your business. You know, the thing with with missions, though, is your mission has to be bigger than your job. So at Disney, a custodian's job is to sweep the streets, but his mission is to make people happy. So, you know, in my carpet business, we did the same thing. We create healthy homes. So Vance has two books, Tales from the Customer Service Crypt, which in just getting to know your personality, I totally want to read. And also what inspired the title of this episode, Systematic Magic, uh, Disneyfying Any Business or Practice. So tell us a little bit about each of these books, the inspiration, how they came to be. To go with the first one, Tales from the Customer Service Crypt, um, unfortunately, that the one you have is only volume one. Uh, that I mean, because they are each a individual story um, that some experience that I had. Um, and the way I set the book up, though, is I go through the experience. It is not a good one. Um, but at the end, um, each one is a lesson. And, you know, how the questions are, and there's even lines for you to write your answer. Um, what would you have done differently? How would you have solved this problem? Um, et cetera, et cetera. So it's almost like a mini workbook. Um, and actually, Systematic Magic is the same way, although that goes over all seven of my, uh, I call them the magic keys to Disneyfying um to disinfying your business. You know, everything from the wow component to attention to detail to employees to processes and systems, it's all in there. Let's give everybody an actionable, practical piece of advice since that's something you and I kind of both agree on and love. And that is, what are kind of your top three tips for creating a really incredible customer experience and providing really incredible customer service, whether it's your business or you're working for someone else? Sure. I I think a lot of it has to do with the person you hire. Um, You need to hire not only for aptitude in the job, but the soft, they used to call them soft skills. Um, I I call it, I can't train you to be nice. As people go through their, um, their hiring process, there should be a list of questions that you are trying to find out if this person has a heart for service. And that goes back to the mission piece. If you know your mission and you know the type of customer service you want to provide, you can hire in a way that is aligned with that. So killer first tip, but you still get to support happy people. So second tip. Second tip um, is really looking for ways to create an experience out of the mundane, Uh, because we all have 
massive things. And so really coming up with ways to what Walt Disney used to call plus it uh, or plusing, which is constant process improvement. Um, so I, when I work with clients and workshops or presentations, I'll talk to them and say, hey, how do you currently do this? And we'll say, um, you know, answer the phone. Well, we answer the phone this way. Thank you for calling Dave's Allstate. Great. And then I'll ask, how can we make an experience out of answering the phone? What's number three? Number three is actually the system. You have to have what I call repeatable, practiced, defined systems, because that is the only way Disney functions, um, and they have to be simple systems. Think about, I mean, Disney has 85,000 employees just in Orlando. I was just going to say, especially when you're dealing with like, if you're getting into scaling systems, your foundation, that's the foundation. It'll crumble if you haven't spent your time there. The thing is when you have systems now, and and I also say documented systems like in writing. um, So this gives, you know, managers a tool to measure employees performance because you're now comparing against a standard um, or a system versus just kind of pulling it out of the air and saying, well, you know, you're not that good. Well, why not? Well, I don't know. And I feel like that's the case, whether it's one person, whether it's me and I'm a solopreneur, whether there's three of us, whether there's 30 people, all of that stuff is is applicable. And you will be glad you did it at any stage of the game when you get into like growth or expansions or anything like that. So so we're going to totally shift gears because otherwise we're going to end up with like 12 customer service tips and a three hour episode of this podcast. And I'm excited to move into this kind of like, let's say whose Vance is the person just because you've had so many interesting experiences and um, have such cool perspectives on things that I'm interested to learn a little bit more like more about you. So when you're not telling people how awesome carpet cleaning is and how, how healthy it makes their home uh, and you're not writing books. What are you up to? What rounds you out as a human? I'm happy to report that um, this, and this is not patting myself on the back, but my definition of wealth is being able to come and go in my business as I please and to spend as much time or as little time as necessary in it. Um, So in that sense, I have made myself wealthy. That has allowed me to do things with my family that back when I was just a carpet cleaner, I would never dream of. I mean, soccer practice, sure. If I'm not traveling, I'm the one taking the kids to soccer practice. I cook dinner six, seven nights a week. Um, I enjoy it. I stop working at about 3.30 if I have to go pick up the kids from school or go see a game. Um, It's really family-centered. Um, one of my hobbies, um, is I used to be a swimmer, um, in high school and college. And so now I am a a swim official for three or four different leagues here in Maryland. Um, and I really enjoy it. It, you know, keeps me, you know, in a sport I like, um, gets me out of the house. Um, and it's just, it's just fun. And I like the fact that you you talk about the your your personal life is very family centered, and you've done the work to get yourself into a position and a lifestyle that really allows you the space and freedom. So one of the things that we do on No More Mondays is we play a little game of rapid fire. But first question of rapid fire is Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Wars. Uh, favorite candy? Um, Heath Bar. When you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? 
Carpet cleaner. No, I'm just kidding. Um, um, rock and roll star. Give us a great book recommendation that is not customer service tales from the crypt or systematic magic. Uh, there's a customer born every minute. Uh, it's written by Joe Vital, uh, and it's about P.T. Barnum and how he built his businesses. Uh, love it. So you're going to learn from Disney and circuses. No better way to provide a great customer experience. Tell me your favorite childhood TV show. I don't know that it was a show, but it was the commercials um, on the Saturday morning cartoons, uh, like the I'm just a bill going to Capitol Hill. I, you know, I'm dating myself. I could say, you know, we did watch a lot of Emergency Squad 51. Everybody out there who only has streaming channels is like, what are what are commercials and what are Saturday morning cartoons? <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, and you better give me a fun answer to what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Well, I make my own ice cream. So I'm going to say my mint chip ice cream. Okay, so I don't know if you can get it on the East Coast, but it might rival your own. I've mentioned it on the show before. Strauss Dairy has the most incredible mint chip you've ever had. They're a, com they're a dairy out of California, so I don't know if it comes all the way east. And you get to give us your word for Monday. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. And now all I'm going to think about is Mary Poppins all day long. Tell us why that is your word for Monday. Because Mondays don't bother me. I love Mondays. You know, it's a fresh start. I always start my week with my accountability and mastermind group uh, first day. Um, it's just Mondays are great. Tuesdays, I don't look forward to at all. <laughs> Aren't you glad I didn't name this show No More Tuesdays? And uh, we, we're we going to start wrapping up and I'm going to ask you for yet one more piece of advice. But before we do, I would love for you to just let everybody out there know how they can find you in this digital world. Sure. Best way is uh, the website, which is deliverservicenow.com. Um, there's some great uh, tools and blueprints that you can download. They're free, um, you know, that will help you help you start. And um, you can actually uh, get my book for free, just pay the shipping and handling. Um, and you can do that at the same website, deliverservicenow.com. Perfect. We will link all of that, both books, um, the website, and the other recommendations in the show notes. So you can kind of have a direct line to Vance and all the amazing wisdom he has to offer. And we're going to ask for one more gold nugget before we say goodbye. Vance, what is your best piece of advice on what our listeners can do to get one step closer to a more enjoyable life and career? Certainly fail fast. Get it. You learn from it and move on. There's nothing worse than you know, everybody says, oh, tenacity, tenacity, tenacity. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. But if you're going in the wrong direction, why would you want to keep doing that? Just fail, get it done, switch directions. And I'll add to that, you know, version one is better than version none. Take, take action. You know, my time, I sign off everything with, um, you know, you won't profit unless you implement. That's and. If you're not doing something, you know, just listening to this podcast, as great as it's been, um, is not going to do anything for your business unless you take a piece of it and put it into action. Oh, that's such great advice. Well, and I think I'm going to actually bring those two pieces together and give it give it kind of like a collective little pearl of wisdom in that if you aren't as afraid of failing, which you could look at, you never really fail to the point that you don't at least learn something. There's always a good takeaway. 
whatever cliche you want to attach to it, failing forward, success in a way you didn't expect, whatever it is. If you're less afraid to fail and you're willing to kind of fail fast or go through those learning experiences, you're more inclined to get out of the analysis paralysis and at least start with something because you're not trying to make it just so perfect that you won't fail. Because even if it is perfect, you don't know it won't fail and you'll never start. So that's a great way to bring this whole conversation home, Vance. This has been awesome. Um, even without the word Disney in here 9,000 times, this is an awesome conversation with so many takeaways for kind of all of our listeners out there. So I appreciate you joining me. Yeah, my pleasure. I, I, I had fun. and I, I appreciate that uh, we were allowed to look at the squirrels. Hey, yeah. I mean, when you're with me, you just never know where that's going to go. So, fans, thank you once again for being part of the show and joining the No More Mondays, but not the No More Tuesdays movement. As always, we love hearing from people who are enjoying what they do for work and in life, and you are no exception. And it even comes with a little extra magic. For those of you out there listening, I would love, love for you to subscribe to the No More Mondays podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Drop us a five-star rating because it is a huge help as we continue to inspire confident professionals with these amazing stories. If you'd like to leave us a comment, feedback, or drop a guest suggestion and pick up all the notes on Vance's episode, visit us online at nomoremondays.info. Thanks for listening to this episode of No More Mondays. We hoped you grabbed some great insights to help you improve your professional satisfaction. Please visit us at Apple iTunes and give us a rating so we can continue to offer you awesome interviews and content each week. No More Mondays. New episodes drop every Wednesday. No More Mondays is brought to you by Career Benders, Inc. in partnership with executive producer Jane Durkee. For more information about career coaching, resume writing, personal branding, recruiting, and entrepreneurship coaching services, visit our website at careerbenders.com. That's careerbenders, B as in boy, S as in Sam.com. This is your host, Angie Callen, signing off. Until next week, when we chat with another inspired, confident professional.